cue the intro in three, two, one. Look, saying I'm distant is modest. It took me about a month to find out my nephew stuck in Rikers over some gun charges. And he ain't tripping the slightest. Because good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of the 8020 podcast and possibly the last episode of this year. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Here again is Darwin and Daryl. Woo woo woo. You know, you guys have uh, been requesting a lot of it, so. Today's oh. another relationship podcast. Oh, I thought they were requesting us, <laughs> not the topics. You know what? That's selfish. I mean, I would argue. I feel like they do request us. I, I don't. I guess I'm just overconfident. I think everybody in the world requests us. I would like to think so too. But the gays, the straights, and everyone in between. Mm-hmm. So, uh, first of all, how how was your week? <laughs> how was your night? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should ask that first. <laughs> Yo, like I said earlier, I need I need to embody Christ as my Lord and Savior. Like, I need to stop. I need to find a wife so I can be a homebody. So a stay at home husband. That's my new that. that's my new goal for twenty twenty two. A stay at home husband. That's hard for a guy to be a stay at home husband. For who? The guys? <laughs> Not for me. It's hard to find a woman who will accept you. Being a stay-at-home guy. Listen, I could cook. I could clean. Uh, YouTube videos teach me how to change diapers and shit. If you come at home and you be like, yo, I make like 300000 a year. All you have to do is just the domestic work. Sign me up. Where, where do I sign? Is it in blood? Or do you prefer red ink, blue ink? <laughs> I think they say that now. Until you actually do it, then it's like, damn. Yeah, I think you'd go crazy. What? Yeah. You know how much gaming I could do? I mean, you could build a career gaming while exactly. she pays the bills. Exactly. While she pays the bills, and all I have to do is just make, like, dinner or breakfast and stuff. Too easy. No problem. <laughs> you gonna order? <laughs> For a credit card? <laughs> you know, I feel like in another world, we would have been uh, online gamers. I remember the World of Warcraft days. Yo, oh, yeah. Yo. Yo, you should have started back at Maple Story, man. Nah, man. Nah. Yo, this way, we would have been in an entirely different setting. We, we would have probably never joined the military. <laughs> you know, that's why I had to give up games. I get too invested in things that I like, and with games, I had the opportunity to play it all the time. Yo, I remember I used to, I would wake up, I'd play it all day, I'd go to sleep, and I'd just rinse and repeat. That yeah, <laughs> simpler times, man. Oh my gosh! Good what time. happened to World of Warcraft? It's still around. It's still going. You know, of course they updated the shit out of it. Yep. Yeah. So, I feel like everybody plays a game when at its peak to them, and then you stop playing and they update it a lot. Then you're like, nah, I don't really want to play. Kind of like how Yu Gi Oh is. Yeah, that's like exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. Mm. They added all this stuff. It's like, nah, I'm not playing Yu Gi Oh no more. Yeah, I still have my cards. Yeah, me too. Oh. I think your binder is still up there. Yeah, I remember you showed it to me. Yeah, and I still got my deck and all of that. I don't even know where yeah. mine is. I'm saying Chinese food. I started Yo. playing <laughs> chicken wings and French fries. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I started playing Magic the Gathering. Uh, I've never, it, it never <coughs> piqued my interest, honestly. At first, me too, but uh, it's a bit more, I want to say, it's not as cut and dry as Yu-Gi-Oh! Is that no? There's one that's based off of World of Warcraft. Is is that it? 
there's another card game, and I played that card game. Well, maybe it was Magic. Or unless you're talking about Gwent. <coughs> no, I don't know <laughs> what that is. It's it that sounds the, like an STI. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's the card game they play in The Witcher. Mm-mm. No, not ringing any bells. Okay, I forgot what it's called. Now I got now I gotta find it. But how was your week? I wish I could repeat it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sound like somebody who hasn't been at work in a while. Nah, I, w- I would make it better if I could repeat it. Oh, oh okay. okay. All right, redo it is what I should have said. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't been at work for a while. Must be nice. It, huh? uh, it was all right. It could have been better. It could have been. Okay, yeah. got it. Got Today's it. my first day off. <laughs> Yo, we should switch. I got three, <laughs> I got three more days. Mm-mm. Y'all, yeah. get, y'all get days off? <laughs> uh, sometimes right? it depends. Uh, uh-huh. You still on the COVID mission? Unfortunately, but yes. Are they paying you yet? Yeah, finally. Oh my god! Did they back pay you? Uh, yeah, they did. Oh, that explains the Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still Yo. like that shirt too. Oh, thank you, thank you, and the hoodie as well. I got from Comic Con. I'm just, just balling. I, I always miss it. Oh, uh, Anime Con is right around the corner, November 20th. Anime Con? Anime Con. I didn't know that was one. So basically, it's like Comic Con. But just anime? No, it's just that. It's it's Comic Con, but with a different name. (laughs) (laughs) Because I went to Comic Con, and they were still doing anime shit there. (laughs) Yeah, that's... (laughs) So it's it's literally gonna be the same thing, just a bit switch. So they're gonna be more anime heavy, and they're still gonna have comics. That is genius to make more money. But I think what it is is that uh, Comic Con is more like pop culture. Mm-hmm. But I think anime kind of falls into that, and then a yeah, lot of it's, animes. It's like a subcategory. A lot of uh, not anime shows that would be at Comic Con, they have actual comics. True. I could see them being at Anime Con as well. True. And cosplayers, it doesn't matter which one you go to, there's always going to be cosplayers. So, I respect that. Yeah. I bought a three-day pass, but this was like a year ago, post-COVID, pre-COVID, actually. And it kept getting pushed back, and they canceled it last year. So, How much was the pass? That's a very good question. It was like thirty dollars. Thirty dollars for no, three days? No, no, no. It was like maybe a hundred dollars for three days. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So about thirty dollars a day. Thirty-three dollars. Yeah. Thirty-three cents. I don't think I'm gonna do all three days though. Why not? Uh, yo, you gotta get your money's worth. Yo, I'd be tired, especially since I'm gonna be coming back. Like I'm leaving uh, the Cancun trip. I'm taking, uh-huh. and. Then afterwards, I got to go to Vegas after the Cancun <laughs> trip. What, Yo, what do they pay you on that mission? <laughs> what do they pay you, and when do you work? <laughs> Yo, this is actually my first vacation in, like, the two years I've been on the COVID mission, so. Okay. I, I got uh, it. Yeah. I have a lot of leave days saved up, like, 40 days. Damn. Shit, I wish SAD let us get like that. What? Like, if this if this mission, like, extends past December, which it most likely will, uh, I'm just going to take, like, all of, like, one month off. 
Yeah, I hear that. You gonna go to school? I'm already. When is this semester though? Uh I think like the second week of December. So you know when you gotta plan that vacation then? Oh man. Honestly, <laughs> like I'm burnt out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm burnt out from partying. I can't I can't do it anymore. I can't. Uh, when I was your age. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, that partying thing after a while, it hurts now. It does. It hurts. I woke up in so much pain. And you know what sucks too? It's like people invite you out only at night when you should be sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Like, Nobody's like, yo, let's go to a, a, a day party. Let's grab brunch. Yeah, I'm here for it. That, uh, men, yeah. men like brunch too. Okay. Exactly. We, we like, like mimosas. Shit. <laughs> and it's Sunday too. Bottomless mimosas. Shit. I'm doing a hard 75, so unfortunately. See, that's... That's you dancing with your demons. You, <laughs> you ain't got yeah. to do it. You ain't got to do it. How many days in are you? Eleven. <laughs> no, I lied. Uh, this is day nine. Day nine. Oops. And what sucks is I didn't really calculate it. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna do it now. And then I thought about it after, and I'm like, shit. The challenge is not over till the till the beginning of January. That means it's gonna snow. <laughs> The weather's going to be cold as shit, and I still have to do it. Yo, no excuses. Yo, yeah, I'm going to commit to it. Yo, just break it down into weeks. Like, instead of calling it the hard 75, call it, like, the hard seven. I and can't do, do it. that each day. I just look at, I just take it a day at a time. But that's how I did uh, basic. I took <coughs> a meal at a time. That's it? <laughs> like, I got to break it down, break it down. So honestly, this time around, it's pretty easy, because now I'm in the office. So... The schedule is more routine now versus going out on posts. Everything is up to change, and it kind of sucked when I'm drinking a gallon of water. There's no bathroom. So sometimes I would just, like, scuff it down when I get home, and then I'd wake up in the middle of the night, like, six times. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's all like torture. It, it <laughs> is. So with this, there's consistency, and it's not miserable. Damn. So if both of y'all are in the office, who's running the show on the on the floor? Yeah. That's what they got hundreds of soldiers to do. <laughs> <laughs> but they need y'all leadership. <coughs> not, not mine. They, not mine. They need someone they could trust. Someone that's been there for years. The nope. super that's been there longer. Uh, <laughs> they <over> too long. <laughs> longer, longer. Oh, shit. I think I'm fucking with your cat. Yeah, you could take her. Nah, I'm good. Minx would fight her. I'm not gonna lie. I love this cat, but I'm sick and tired of having a cat. Look. It's it's the light for my watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. You said you had uh, two stories. All right. So there's two stories that happened in China. The first one, did you hear about the guy who he went to a bank? And, you know, I don't necessarily agree with what he did, but just the fact that he could do it was pretty awesome to me. You heard the story? I heard something about I, a guy in a bank, and it, it, it came to mind. Go ahead. I mean, uh, so he withdrew $5 million and had the, uh, well, 5 million won and had the staff count it because they asked him to wear a mask. <laughs> That's mad petty. <laughs> That's petty. That's petty as hell. <laughs> he, wait, he asked the staff to count it? Yeah, to count his money. Uh, 5 million. He, he withdrew it just so they can count it. And the reason being is that they asked him to wear a mask because, you know, COVID and whatnot. 
but he was just feeling petty that day, I guess. So. It's like, you know what? I fuck out of here. Withdraw all my money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Count it. Throw it back in the bank. That's he, fucked up because he, he was just following the rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part. Like, I like the fact that he did it, but then at the same time, it's kind of like they're just doing their job. Like, why yeah. are you making their life hard? Yeah, that, that, that sucks. <clears throat> I mean, that's a nice ego move right there. You know, it's like, hey, but five five million won is like maybe like a couple hundred thousand U.S. dollars. Nah, it was, I mean, sure, yeah, I don't know how much it is. The point, though, is that it was like stacks of money they had to count. Like a dollar each? Like, no, well, I'm pretty sure they put it in the machine and it's like, a hundred dollars. Maybe. That's so fucked up. That is fucked up. I'd that takes time, though, because when I was <coughs> in Kuwait, even though we had the money counters, it was never that much money, and it took, like, maybe 15 to 20 minutes. Mm. So my thing is, who has that much free time in the day to just <coughs> be fucking with bank tellers? <coughs> Somebody who could withdraw 5 million won. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other story, there was a woman... Who brought thirty one of her family members to dinner with a guy? Oh my gosh! <laughs> that, wait, yes, wait, I heard this story. Wait, 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 wait! Hold up, that what? She brought thirty one of her family members to dinner with this guy and expected him to pay the bill. She wanted to test his generosity. What? <laughs> and he left it with the bill. Yeah, he left her and the family with the bill. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was like uh, about three thousand dollars. I think the bill was or three thousand one. I don't know. The all. Audacity. <laughs> audacity. That gotta be a button. The know. audacity button. Do, do you do y'all think women just do that just to like see how far like a like a man could go? I mean, she literally said that. Wait, well, she I don't, told I, don't him? Was, I don't know if it was her. No, she she did it, but she didn't tell him. Because mm-hmm. his mother set up a blind date and then she decided to bring the family. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, where somebody, <laughs> I remember reading, I don't remember who said it though, but they were like, she did it to test his generosity. Like, yeah, she said that. Oh, she said that. Yeah. So, it's right in the story for you. <laughs> Yo. That's, that's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> you, we need to start doing that. All right. <laughs> so, you should go to jail that, for no, that. that. That's a crime here. There was a guy who was doing that in California. He was just leaving a woman with the bill. Mm-hmm. And I believe he went to jail. Wait, oh, I remember that he was like a, a serial deserter. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's a crime to leave someone with a bill. Yeah. To just like get up and walk. I gotta find a story now. Okay, that's that's crazy. I remember hearing about that. It was in California, right? I believe it was. California. Yo, if y'all are listening to this and this applies to y'all, I'm gonna need y'all to be better. Do better. <laughs> Do better. I, so I I gotta bring this up. How do y'all feel about the the Will Smith and Jada Smith thing? (laughs) What happened between them now? Is it like the anniversary of August? (laughs) It's like, you know, Will Smith has built such a reputation where growing up, he was the person you wanted to be like. Hmm. He's had such a, he still has such a good reputation. But now it seems like every few weeks, Jada comes out and says something about Will to ruin tarnish his reputation of things that people don't really need to know about mm-hmm. well, it's like their sex life and why it doesn't work i didn't even read the full article just the caption alone yeah uh well first i think it's just a typical any marriage you know and most likely like hey listen if y'all been married for like 
upteen amount of years and y'all have all this money between y'all. I mean, change it up. Uh, <laughs> introduce another person into the mix no, intentionally. The thing is, I feel like that's kind of like what they've been doing. My, my whole problem with it, I don't know the dynamics of their relationship or whatever, but why does everyone need to know it? And it's always from her end. Because yeah. I, I don't know why, but, I, and this may be something that is is probably <coughs> unknown. Switch to the coffee now. But people like to people like to talk about their personal business to others. And it's like it's like the more popular you are, the more people you can draw to that. Like people like to tell strangers about their lives. It just so happens that Jada has hundreds of millions of strangers <laughs> that she can talk to. <laughs> So that, that's kind of like what I was going to say. I hear what you're saying. Like, people tell random people their business or whatever. Yeah. But not with the platform that she has. Like, yeah. that show. I don't know the name oh, of the, the show. Red the Red Table. The Red yeah, Table. Yeah, like, why does that need to be on your show? Like, I get that the foundation, uh, for the, what I remember, that foundation was supposed to be a talk where people can be vulnerable and brutally honest. And that was the whole idea behind the Red Table, mm -hmm. is that when you come there, the truth is going to come out. But it goes back to uh, what I said about when I look for a partner is that I don't, you do whatever you want that makes you happy. Just don't embarrass me. And I feel like that's kind of the, what they had going on. Mm -hmm. But now it seems like it's starting to embarrass him. But I do give him credit because not once had he spoken out and said something negative about her or anything about her personal life. He's because always kept he's, it quiet. He's dedicated. I mean, he too dedicated. Uh, I mean, all that time invested. Fuck it. Yeah, but the memes is what had me. <laughs> Yo, and then they doing it again. And then Future got involved. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> they put out a meme and it was like, uh, Will Smith needs to start hanging out with Future. <laughs> so Future was like, I'd rather hang out with Jada respectfully. <laughs> 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 so it's, it's, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's just fucked up, man. But, Will, I, I commend you, man. It, it takes a lot to not want to share your side of things because mm -hmm. I'm sure he sees these memes and I'm sure he's affected by it because they're all about him and his situation. So to have the strength to not say anything is is a lot. It couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot. It, it's, it's a lot. Sheesh. Oh, my God. Yeah, y'all ready to get in these uh, hot... Topics of relationships. Oh God! <clears throat> oh, before before we do that, so the guy he was charged with uh, extortion. Oh 12, shit! Twelve counts, one count of attempted extortion, and one count of grand theft. All felonies. Damn. Right, but so here's the thing, though. Like he was charged with that, but would she have been charged with that? I mean, it's a different country. Oh, uh, why was I thinking it was California? So the guy, California, the woman, I believe she was in China as well. Oh, okay. Wait, but the guy in California, that's who you was just talking about that got charged? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, in <coughs> in California, if, like, a woman was to do that, you think call the same the thing would apply? I'd call the police, too. <laughs> I'm a, like, hello, 911. Like, like those memes, that guy that just has the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me, there's a Facebook page um, 
that I just recently joined is something like uh, Tell Me If You Know Her. <laughs> it's like this group where people are dating chicks or they're talking to chicks, and they may not know if she's talking to other people. So they put pictures of the girl online to see if anybody else in the community knows her. Or if anybody else is talking to her, I, I, I love it. Yeah, it's a f- <laughs> yo, it's funny as hell. Yo, someone can easily be like, "Yeah, that's homegirl." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't have Facebook, but if I did, I'd be on that page. Really? I, I'm not gonna lie. When I go on Facebook, I just scroll through that. <laughs> that's a good group. All right, let me <clears throat> let me let me see if I can join it. I'm, I'm gonna try to send y'all an invite. Y'all making me feel like I'm missing out. Oh, it's an invite thing. Yeah, it's a it's a private group chat, but oh. you could. See it and apply for it. Okay. I think they just ask, why do you want to join? My answer was, because I know too many people messing with the hoes. All right. Let's cue the uh, the main topic in three, two, one. I I really got to change that. All right. So the first one, right? Why do women stay with men when they're not happy? Should have had a woman for that. Yeah, I wish yeah. we did. Or so we, we could switch this up too. Why do men stay with women when they're not happy? Ooh, I like that. I like that. That's a good question. That is a good question. Oh shit! All right. I think it goes back to uh, being comfortable with what you know. It's yeah. like, all right, I'm getting hurt by something I know, instead of getting hurt by the unknown. So people tend to stay. And I think it goes both ways when women stay with a guy. You know. I think yeah. So it could possibly be like one, like a safety net. Like, you know, you have that person like you could fall back on. Um, you're comfortable with them. It's like complacency, like especially when you have a lot of time invested in that person. You know, you can't just throw it away, throw away your investment and just like be gone with it. So it's it's kind of like one of those things that's just hard to leave. Because of the amount of time you put into it. So that's what I think. I'd like to see the statistics on that. Like, who's more likely to leave, a man or a woman? I think uh, <clears throat> a man is more likely to yeah, leave. I th- I've heard it's a woman. But I've, that's why I said I want to see the statistics. Because I want to see, like, the numbers that, like, support it. I got to look that up. Hmm. What if I can find that? Okay, so, all right. So, follow-up question to that. Why do you think a man is uh, more likely to leave a relationship. That's not what I said. No, uh, no I'm saying like a follow-up question oh. to his initial one. Why do you think as, as men were, you know, more likely to leave a relationship, like what are some causes that causes us to... You'd have to tell me. What do you mean? We've the, all at least been in more than one relationship. No, I, I understand that, but uh, oh, that's yeah. not the position that I took. Oh, you're just the perfect guy. I got you. I never said that. Nobody's perfect. Uh, okay. So it shows that women are more likely to end a marriage. They're more likely to start a divorce, but men are more likely to initiate a breakup in non-marital relationships, which which makes sense. Okay. I think this also dates back to when uh, women were finally able to get a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to exercise these rights. Oh. You ain't got to abuse me no more. Right. <laughs> There's a meme that I want to mention, but I can't, I can't do it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you think men are most likely to leave uh, relationships, non-marital relationships? I, I think for... Uh, like what reasons? I think for men, you have to earn our love, in a sense. Not, 
I, I'm not speaking, this is not me saying anything about women. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, and that's kind of like where you see where it gets to that point where they're less likely to leave a marriage mm-hmm. is because they've been through so much and they they really feel like this is kind of like where they belong. Whereas like in the beginning, it's, it's, it's like, uh, I'm just testing the water. Yeah, you just dip throwing, my toe in. throwing yeah. your line into the ocean, see if you... Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like when if a man marries you, he's like in it, in it. I agree with that. Okay, so that's why they're less likely to just... Okay. I agree with that. It's like those... Uh, oh, it makes me think of another story. Uh, the woman who tried to sue her boyfriend because they were dating for eight years and he hadn't proposed yet. <laughs> kind of like... I, I get it from her perspective. It's like if he didn't propose yet, he's not going to. Yeah, she tried to sue him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. The I end guess result. that's like. What does she think the outcome would be? He'd marry her after that, <laughs> or like she get money and compensation for her time. I mean, but he spent eight years too. Yeah, I feel like it's equal. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like, not like she was the only one spending eight years. Yeah, like, he was in a uh, interstellar time. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, so another thing, right, is uh, this is something that I wrote down for uh, the podcast thing. And um, it's that there's some women that I know who I would find so much more attractive if they didn't have the friends that they had. Am I the only one who feels that way? I I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really find myself in that position, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, it's like, same. damn, you hang out with them? Yeah, because you you are the company you keep, so it's like, uh, I I have another version of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, take that same situation, and instead of uh, friends, make it family. Oh, that's rough though, because you can't really change. Yeah, yeah. you can't. You can't, you can't change it, but it's definitely a factor for me. It's like, how cool oh. are you with your family? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's a factor for me too. Mm-hmm. And it became effective for me recently. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those things that I never really considered, like, when I was younger. But uh, I remember when I was with uh, my ex that she had no family. So it was, like, our problems were just our problems. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I respect that. But then, like, now, like, talking to especially, like, uh, Hispanic women. They seem to be all about the family. Of course. Yeah, they're very heavy on family. Heavy yeah. family. And, th- and then that's always like in the back of the mind. Like, could I just, could I deal with this? Could I deal with you and this? <laughs> yeah, because y- it's one, it's one and the other. Like, if you're dealing with her, you're dealing with her family too. Yeah, you marrying like 10 people. Right. That's I'm not sure about that because I'm, I'm big on family, but I, I'm big on, I'm very selective with my family, if it makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So it's like it. I'm 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 big on like five people. Even, regardless of all that, even of you, and which is kind of like the difference is, I feel like your family's problems do not become your problems. Oh, I refuse to let that happen. <laughs> it's like you know, Fuck you're that. willing to help them out, but you wouldn't like like y'all live your separate lives, and I feel like that's what women tend to not have. Okay, but I think that's the nurturer, and um, it's like, oh, I gotta help. Nah, I'm not about that. Mm, <laughs> yes, yeah, like I'm I'm about <laughs> helping, but only within reason. Not just because all oh, your family, I got to do this for you. True, true, true. I uh, same bloodline. I uh, <laughs> well, I help my uh, my sister out every now and then, and like my little brother. 
but that's that's like a given because he's like the worst. Let me stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, four. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I think I think my family is just um, like we're not the closest, but like every now and then, periodically, like we do help. E- like if if we need help, we'll help each other. But we're not as close as like a family that help each other would be, if that makes sense. Yeah, my, my family's like that too. Yeah, so I get it. I get it. Yeah, my family is just always beefing. <laughs> That's why I stick to the five. Whole bunch of Jamaicans. Cause, yeah, because outside the five, it's always beef. This person beefing with this person, and I don't want to. If I'm if I'm in a relationship with somebody. I don't want them to have carry the weight of my family's drama. Well, they're certainly going to expect you to carry their family's drama. I'm not doing that. Uh, That's who, not part of the job description. Uh, who do you think she's going to express her? Uh, I'm uh, down. No, venting is one thing. Yeah, I'm down for that. But I'm not down to personally get involved in that. But then again, I mean, it depends on the investment because let's say if you're with someone for like five years and she's like hey you know my brother needs a place to stay nope i i could do it but for me and this is even with my family like all of my help is conditional so okay you know there'd be like a timeline and what exactly is going to happen if he doesn't meet that timeline and all that oh okay so i'm I'm down for that all right for me it depends on a woman because right now my answer is an immediate no (laughs) but it depends on the woman and her family for me to yeah. decide whether it's like, okay, I'll help out. <clears throat> okay, fair enough. Because if your family's, eh, <laughs> um, then I'm sorry, I can't. How do you guys feel about people in relationships when they want to give each other space? They don't want to break up, but what? they just want to not see each other for a while. I mean, I guess that depends. That's just something you might have to clarify. Because it's like, some people, when they hear, like, space, there's, like, there is no space in between us. It's either... <laughs> That's toxic. It's either we're together... <coughs> that gave me you vibes. Or, <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, either we're together or we're not. Like, there's no space in between us. So, people view, like, even if you're, like, hey, uh, we need to take a tactical pause and reevaluate what's going on. And why we're like, why this is happening. Some people would just view it as like, okay, so you want to break up. And it's like, no, I don't want to break up. I just want to, you know, get some distance so we can. But technically speaking, that's the same thing as breaking up. I don't think so. I mean, unless it's called what? Bending up. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think if you want to take a break in a relationship, you have to clearly define the boundaries. You have to clearly define, okay, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. And at this time, we're going to come back. Because I get it if you just need space from your partner. Because uh, I remember my ex, um, there was a time where it pretty much felt like she was living with me. Because she was always at my place. And I needed a break. Oh, she wasn't living with you? <laughs> 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 so I had to express that. I'm like, you know... Maybe you should just go back to your place. And, you know, it was it was rough, of course. She took it really hard, but I needed that space. So it wasn't that we were breaking up. It was just go home. Get the fuck you out. Know? It was just not like get the fuck out. Just allow me the opportunity to miss you. 
Okay. okay. You know? Okay. Yeah, I think I had misunderstood the question, but the way you explained that, I get it now. Yeah. So, but my issue now, what if you guys live together? Go on vacation by yourself. What if you can't oh, afford it? Oh, no. Oh. <coughs> oh, yeah, that's vacation by yourself is kind of deadly sometimes. And expensive. Depends on where you go. Don't go to DR. If you're in a relationship, don't go to DR. <laughs> As a man, don't go to DR. Women, don't, don't go to Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> Your relationship will not last after that. I don't, I don't see it being an issue. You can always take time for yourself. True, but it depends on how understanding that person is. That seems like their problem. It does. But it's both of their problems. Yeah, it does, but then ultimately it's going to be your problem. I feel like if you would know these red flags before you get there, and if you don't acknowledge it in the beginning, then it's your problem. True, but hmm. not, not everyone goes into like, when they start talking to someone, not everyone goes in with their red flag meter on, you know. Yeah, some people just have that infatuation phase. Yeah. It's like, damn. Nah, I, I, <laughs> I can always find a reason. <laughs> <laughs> just like Sherlock Holmes and I'm just looking at, like, the fucking marks on their shoulders. Like, you know, that reminds me. What do you guys think about uh, when people, because I mostly hear this from women. Where they feel like if a man can go a day without speaking to them, he doesn't care about them. Yo, oh my God. <laughs> it, it's posts like that that make me quit social media very often. This, I, I just can't deal with the stupidity. I I don't understand it, but I'm I'm dealing with something like that as well. Right, where it's like, like it's just one, it's not even 24 hours. Like, it's not legit 24 hours. Like, if I don't, if I don't message you at like five in the afternoon, but then I messaged you seven in the morning the next day, like, why are, why are you upset? I mean, why do you need an explanation as to why maybe I just didn't want to be near my phone? You know, maybe I just wanted to take some time. Red to, flag. Yeah. <laughs> That's a red flag. That I mean, that is that. Yeah, that is potential red flag status. No, that's not potential. That is a red flag. Oh, True. I feel like there's two reasons why people think like that. <clears throat> I think one, which I can understand, is if you're, let's say, you're living a dangerous lifestyle, she'd want to check in with you every day to make sure, like, hey, you know, my boyfriend's okay. He didn't get killed or anything like that. Like, if he was like a drug dealer or something. Or running the streets, then I get it. Or or a cop. Yeah, you, well, yeah. yeah, okay, I understand that. <laughs> and secondly, I think for women who don't have anything going on besides their men, they get like that. You know, because if you're busy with your career or your passion or whatever it is, you understand, you know, you don't have the time to constantly communicate with somebody. Do you know how much work it is to talk to somebody 365 days a year? Why do you think there's so much bags under my eyes? <laughs> and you know, I realize too that people don't. Well, it's it's mostly women that don't understand it when it comes down to me because I can go months without talking to somebody, and it's not that I don't care about you or anything like that. It's just I'm doing stuff. Like I went to basic and AIT or basic training, and I didn't really care to call my family because I knew they was good. I'd be back, but like the women there, they couldn't believe. They was like, "Oh my God, you're not gonna call." And it's like, they're okay. I'm okay. I see them. <laughs> yeah, I, when I was in uh, Kuwait, it was the same for me. I think I talked to my mom maybe twice when I was out there. Oh, snap. And I think something was wrong one of the times. 
well, like on the, on her end, and that's the only reason I talk to her. Wow, but that's just kind of how I am. Like I'll talk to you when I talk to you. Damn. Well, <laughs> my my mom expects like daily calls. Nah. <laughs> but you know what? I get it though, because you see all of those movies and the videos where the kids they start calling less and less, and a cycle repeats, and we've become the product of that. I mean, True. I don't know. I I feel for me personally, I think you're the same way. Like I see my mom as often as possible, mm-hmm. but to just talk to you, just to talk to you. Yeah, nah. uh, what I think it is as well is also like um, an insecure thing as well. Um, in relationships, in relationships, because like uh, we we shouldn't do this, <coughs> and people tend not to do this. Like they they try not to do it, but people bring their past into their current. Mm. So they bring their relation, their past relationship into their current relationship. And that includes all the baggage that came with it mm. as well. So like if your last relationship, like they were like constantly out, they were like doing all types of like fucking fuckery and just like no communication at all. You would want in your next relationship You'll try, you would try to fix that by like, all right, let, let me check up on them. Let me call them. Let me FaceTime them. Let me, you know, see where they're at, where they're doing, who they're with, you know, stuff like that. And some people, some people just like, I don't know. Well, we do know why they do it. It's just like that distrust is an is one of those borderline issues as to why some relationships don't work out in their favor because it's not necessarily a good thing. And it goes back to your your thing about space. You know, it's like, I need my space. And that just doesn't mean physical. That means cyber space as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I think that's important too in relationships. Like, you guys need your space from each other. You guys need to be able to miss each other. <clears throat> like, it's okay to go a day without talking to your partner. It's okay. <laughs> like, the world isn't going to end. You know? Their world might end. <laughs> and you're right, though, because a lot of people, like, they go into a new relationship, but the past relationship wasn't as good. So they still hold on to that trauma from the past relationship. And it's like, I remember my ex... Uh, he didn't talk to me for 24 hours because he was sleeping with the next bitch. So maybe he's sleeping with the next bitch now. And if, if you gotta, if you're thinking like that, you haven't fully healed from the past relationship and you're not ready for a new relationship. A lot of people just jump into a relationship after relationship without getting over the past relationship. It's called serial monogamy. That's what it is. <laughs> it's called fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like, we crack a lot of jokes about being single, but what I love most about being single and why I plan on being single for a very, very, very long time is because it's the ultimate selfishness where you can just genuinely focus on yourself. Like, think about all the people that we know in relationships that just keep bouncing from relationships. If they had took the time to be single for like three years and spent three years focusing on themselves, I guarantee you the next relationship would probably be a lot smoother than what they're currently in. But people don't take the time to build on themselves and heal themselves from the past. Man, I could think of a couple names. Yo, I'm telling you. <laughs> What's the term? You have to be selfish to be selfless. 
Okay. okay. DJ Clue Bomb right there. <laughs> <laughs> Drop one of those. Nah, clues. you got to do a Funk Flex. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he talks too much. So. <clears throat> yeah, he do. It's not the one that's like talking in every song. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. song's playing and then he's like, yo. And then uh, like three seconds later, he's like, what? And then, oh my God. <laughs> so here's the next one. This one is for us personally. Mm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> mm. What do we look for in a significant other? Like, what's our non-negotiables? I don't I, look. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll start with me. Um, to to be in a relationship with a woman. Ladies, get your pen and paper. <laughs> oh, my, my non-negotiable is they have to complete the 75 heart challenge. <laughs> That's my non-negotiable. You, you single forever. <laughs> <laughs> so be it. And it's what I like about the reason why is because the mindset that you have of somebody completing the 75 heart, because it's, it's hard. And if you could complete that, I can just assume that you're in a mindset that I would like. You know, it's you're able to deal with difficult times. Um, you are able to. Uh, uh, the word's not coming to me right now. Whatever. You're able to do the 75 hard because that shit is hard. And you're able to do it for a prolonged period of time. And it shows dedication, determination. Mm. I'm with the shits. So, and that's why I'm doing it now because it can't be my non-negotiable if I haven't completed it. Okay. All right. So, wow. That's Jesus. Yeah. So that's my non-negotiable. She has to have completed the 75 hard for me to take her seriously. <laughs> so what if she has like a successful career? I don't um, care. She is like mentally stable. And What's mentally stable? <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. Like, she has a yeah. dead head on her shoulders. You know, she <coughs> she has her she has her uh, mindset in the right place in terms of like becoming successful, and she has all these good qualities, but she hasn't done the hard seventy five. See, I don't know if that's true. She hasn't done the seventy five hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where her head is at. <laughs> she has to have yeah. done it. I, I <laughs> I get it because it's like what would be the judge of that then yeah exactly like and I want proof too is is there a way to get proof there's an app oh. and that app tracks your day every day it tracks it Jesus. but of course there's also a sense of uh, there's, there's also a sense of integrity because you know it's easy for me to just every day be like yeah I did it and I didn't do it mm. so of course you know I can't fully know for a fact if you did it but oh. Okay. That's that's my requirement. You gotta put the uh, the link for the app in the description. Yeah, they gotta pay me though because that app is five dollars. Oh, I need a dollar for every purchase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about you, Dar? Honestly, <laughs> non-negotiable. The only thing I could think of is they would have to be, and I I wouldn't know how to define this a hundred percent, but they'd have to be active, like fit, seventy-five hard. <laughs> not that fit. It, check, it, check, it checks all your boxes <laughs> yep, it checked all my boxes <laughs> that, that's one for me I, I would have to think more of like what that means to me though uh, and then also I, I couldn't be with any, someone that I didn't trust mm. so that's a big one for me because I feel like I'm very trustworthy I'm very open not even very I would say more than most people though okay 
So those are two big ones for me. Uh, what about you? Some non-negotiables for me. Okay. So I would love to be superficial and be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you already know. Double D. Um, double D. Because <laughs> that's, that's my preferred way of death. So. Of death? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I respect it. That's that's the that's the best way for me to die. Um, I got. I guess I gotta be realistic here because not every woman is a gamer slash anime lover no, slash. It's non-negotiable. It doesn't have to be realistic. I yo, mean, yo, there's there's what seven billion people in the world, something like that. Mm-hmm. Half of the women. You could be as unrealistic as you like. There's somebody out there for you. Yeah. <sighs> It might take you a really long time to find them. Right. <laughs> you could even say that you're not negotiable as a girl who thinks she's a cat. Because <laughs> there's a woman out there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, God bless that poor girl. <laughs> but, she not, um, she not pretending for Halloween. I don't know. My, my, my non... <laughs> Can you imagine just like Hall- Halloween, she just acts normal? <laughs> and then like... Or- <laughs> All the, the 364 days, she's just like, <laughs> okay, all right, all right, let me, I digress. Shit, today's Halloween, it just clicked. It is. All right, so a non-negotiable for me would be, mm, I guess I'll, I'll throw it out there because I'm still looking and I'm still waiting, but I guess it, it's still, you know, if, if they play, uh, if they play like video games, um, and watch anime and just you know all the cool nerd shit you know that's that's my thing right there but ideally as long as they they have some form of like progressive lifestyle progressive like what do you mean by that like in a sense of one the literal form of progression right whereas like they they aren't complacent with where they are. They're, oh, that's okay. probably my watch. I'm sorry, with the light. No, that's fine. Oh, where it's um like they're constantly trying to better themselves and not stagnate in one place and progressive in another sense where it's like their their mindset is open towards like different things. They're not just like stuck in like one particular mindset. Yo, I got the perfect girl for you. I just can't say her name on the podcast. But y'all both know her. <laughs> I'm sorry. We both know her? Yeah, all three of us know her. She played video games and all. So the next question. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 If you listen like, to this podcast, you know it's you. <laughs> I was like, who? Who are you talking I'm not gonna lie. I've been waiting for you guys to talk for years. Yo, there's there's <laughs> one condition, and you have to fulfill that condition. So the next question. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm down to do that. Oh, How long man. should you date before becoming serious? <laughs> who asked that? I didn't. I don't remember the names. Fight them. It doesn't matter who it is. Fight them. <laughs> What does that mean? I, I just talked about being progressive, and that means that equality is a thing. <laughs> that means your hands got to be rated E for everyone, T for teen, M for mature, 
<laughs> G for geriatric. <laughs> that, that reminds me, there was a guy. I got to edit this out, too. K for kids. There was a guy in 145 back in the day. <laughs> and he used to be like, yo, my hands. I think so. He's like, my hands is bisexual. <laughs> He's like, I hate women and men. I think it was a dude in the 145. Yo. Either that or I've heard it somewhere before. <laughs> But um, <clears throat> oh God. so I think uh, there's really no time frame um, in dating someone. It's just whenever you feel comfortable and taking the next step, you take the next step. Mm. Um, to be honest, I'm still confused about the difference between dating and talking and all of that. I think people just try to put labels on everything when it's just, yo, we're vibing. Mm. Just but keep it like that. Vibing has a, a form of ambiguity to it so it's like hey we're vibing and then they're they need clarification on that like what does what does that mean we're vibing nah. does that mean that we're vibing i think i think together people, people just want that label and it's yeah. like it's like you can get that when you're married <laughs> that's the way i feel about it that's like the ultimate label yeah or nothing else matters that reminds me i remember this girl told me that she's single until she's married she was like there's no in between Fun. Okay. I was like, oh, shit. I'm okay. That sounds great. <laughs> I, I, I hope she can deal with, with what that comes with. But. Right. Because it's like, how do you... So, uh, I think, like, the whole period from, like, talking up until, I guess, marriage, everything in between that is like a trial run. Like, relationship is a trial. I think the marriage is a trial, too. Mm-hmm. I mean... Some people get it wrong. A lot of people get it wrong the first time. True. 50% of them. Uh, but, but yeah, like, I mean, you wouldn't want your marriage to be a trial run because that should be like, you know, subscribing to the annual package. So <laughs> no, that's a life package, the life package. <laughs> no, that's not life. Paperwork change that. that but, that's, that's the idea. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, um, they should, let's say, I want to say like maybe, Six, six months to like a year before they take things to the next level, yes. which is I'm assuming being exclusive. Yes, because because it's like you know you're feeling the waters. First, you have to establish that y'all are both talking to other people. You know, I don't think that needs to be established. I feel like you should just know. No, because most people don't. You're right. You're absolutely right. But most people don't think like that, which is crazy. I've never had that issue. Like I think women are scared to ask me because they don't want to know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> like, they... <coughs> I think it's you. <laughs> you're, you're the problem. Who, <laughs> oh, me? Yeah, because I've never had that issue. Yeah. I think it's about how you honestly just... I guess how, how you, you talk to them. How you approach it. I mean... Because I can see it coming off of both of us as... We're talking to a girl or it comes off as he's probably talking to other girls. Yeah. What I could say that I've had is someone told me like, hey, you know, if you want to do this with me, you can't be doing it for someone else. Yeah. But I feel like that's a little bit different. It's kind of like them drawing their line. Oh, OK. Well, damn. Then maybe it's just me. What's y'all secret? What do y'all do to like establish that line that, hey, we're just be honest. I mean, so my thing is that. They don't ask, so I don't tell them. They just assume, and they're like, oh. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm an <laughs> open book. All you have to do is just know what to ask. So 
how, my question was like, how does this play out? Do you like you meet a girl, y'all are talking or whatever, and then she just randomly acts like uh, that would not, that would be the case, yeah. Like, but they don't do that. Give me give me an example. Um, like my my personal example, or yeah. like just a general example. It's not like your personal example. I want to see like how this happens. Uh, <laughs> I'm like really curious. Uh, like, in one case, like I was talking to someone for a bit, and how long's a bit? Maybe about I want to say three to four months. And how often were you hanging out with them or seeing them? Uh, not that often. It was like a um, it was a meet and greet. <laughs> a meet and greet. <laughs> See, I would just meet up to smash, and that was it. Yeah, yeah I was okay. like, there's a joke somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was just that, like we, you know, small talk, like, "Hey, how was your day? What's going on?" And then, like, we do the deed, and then once that's done, like, she leaves, right? Uh, but before that, you know, she asks, like, "Hey, are you like talking to anyone, or are you having sex with anyone else?" And I was like, "Yeah, I am," and she was like, "Okay." Cool. And that's the best case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the worst case is, I guess, they're just under the impression. Well, it might be what you said. Like, they don't want to know, so they don't ask. Like, you know, the saying goes, don't ask questions that you don't want the answer to. So I, this times where I come in a situation like that where women don't ask, but if I feel like, they may want something more than what it is. I'll throw hints their way to let them know, like, hey, I'm talking to other people. Like, um, I'll crack jokes with them. Well, not even crack jokes with them. I'll make sure that they understand that. I'm like, oh, shit, you know, uh, you meet any guys that you're interested in over there? You know, I'll try to, like, get them to, I want them to know that I don't care if they're talking to other people. Mm. So I'll try to find a way to throw that in there. Oh, Okay. Or, you know, they ask me what I'm doing if I'm hanging out with another girl. I'm like, I'm hanging out with a girl. True. But, but usually women ask that question for me when they want something more. Really? Yeah. Hmm. When they want something more or if they just want to be exclusive, which I do consider something more. If you want to be exclusive, that's more than just us meeting up and doing a deed. So... Thinking about it, I have been asked questions like that, but only when I've been on Tinder, actually. Girls that I've met on Tinder. But I feel like if it comes up the territory, you kind of want to know that. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, if you're on Tinder, you're not. Chances are you're, you are sleeping with multiple people if you're using Tinder. No one uses Tinder to exclusively sleep with one person. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> I mean, sure. I know someone that met. Uh, their significant other on Tinder, and they've been going strong for about a cool whatever two plus years, maybe now. Oh, that's too long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of Tinder random, um, <clears throat> I decided to download Bumble. I'm going to uninstall it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like on Tinder, where, you know, you can't just say, hey, how's it going? Like, that's a bad opening. Yeah. And a lot of women talk about your opening on Tinder. Uh, you don't even have to finish that. I know exactly Yo. what you're talking about. So for the people who don't know, Bumble is a app where if you match with a woman, she has to hit you up first. But their fucking replies are worse than ours. 
It's like a GIF waving hello. You know, stuff like that. That, that doesn't surprise me, though. It's like, now you gonna put it in, you ain't gonna put it in no work? I don't answer. Yeah. But I'm about to uninstall it. I'm just not a fan of dating apps. Yeah, I think, I, th- I don't know why they expect more from us if, you know. It's, it's always we did it to ourselves. It. Yeah. yeah. Since okay. the caveman days. Yeah, I guess we did it to ourselves. You must be strong like bull. So here's another one, right? <clears throat> what do you do if you know someone who's dating someone that's really bad for them? Mind your fucking business. Mind your fucking business. That's that's what all I, agreed. <laughs> but all agreed. But sometimes it's not your choice to mind your business. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, they'll tell you. Yeah. If you come to me, then you know, then I'll give you my two cents. But I'm not gonna like seek you out and be like, oh, that guy. But here's the thing, though. That when they come to you, they they don't specify if they're coming to you for for like advice or just a vent. So, yeah. In some cases, they could get like if you're if you're trying to help them with their situation, and they don't listen to you, and you're like, "Yo, what the fuck? I thought we talked about this." And you're like, "Yeah, I know." See, I think that's their problem. You can't be that invested in other people's problems. You know what? That I think that is my problem. I have a. I ask now. I've learned to ask. I'd be like, "Hey, yep. do you want me to just hear you out? Do you want my advice?" Or do you want to know what I would do in your situation? Which is also still advice. I, I, I don't go from there. For me, I feel like if if we have that type of relationship where you're coming to me with your problems, I feel like I'm obligated to tell you the truth. Mm. And what you do with it is on you at that point. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you'll, you'll only get the truth so many times for me. It'll reach that point where it's like, I, I don't care. Don't tell me. Like you're still dealing with this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, which yeah. is. We all, we all know and love someone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is why <coughs> I decided no, no more. I feel like yeah, nah, no, no more. <laughs> now I'm curious now. Nah, I feel like as a group we did someone a disservice. I feel like they couldn't be helped. I don't know which person you're talking about because it's been multiple. Nah, but I feel like they all couldn't have been helped. There's, I mean, there's one. There's one that should come to mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but they couldn't have been helped. I mean, I mean they couldn't be helped, but I feel like. Uh, like the way the group treated them, despite all the things they did because of that situation, mm-hmm. didn't help either. It kind of encouraged the behavior. It's kind of like, oh, you always have that shoulder to cry on. And sure, that's okay. But when it gets to the point where your situation is affecting your other relationships, I think that's where I draw the line. Yeah. I respect that. Uh, I think that's why I don't want to associate with them anymore. Because they've been dealing with that for years. And yeah. uh, I remember those times where I've had heart-to-hearts with that person. And I was honest. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing? No, but even, like, I, I understand that. But even, like, the last situation when they were here. Like, I I deep down feel like that stemmed from, like, built-up anger, oh, resentment yeah. from whenever. 100%. I, I feel like it should have been called out right then and there. But nobody's ever actually done that, I think like, draw the line between this situation and this situation for her. Oh, okay. And I would, me, the type of person I, I am, I would do it for them. But I feel like we haven't had a good relationship in, like, years. So I felt like it kind of wasn't my place. It's it, Daryl's job to do it. It is <laughs> It isn't my job to do it. Nope. Absolutely <laughs> not. But, I mean, similar, it's like, 
I think most of us have all been there with that person. You know, we've, we've made that comparison, but it doesn't, you know, people can't, won't take your advice if they choose not to. So, so that, that's, I think that's the point you're getting confused about. It's not about the advice. I, I understand the person has a hard head. So odds are they wouldn't listen. But I feel like when their behavior started affecting your relationship with them mm. or to anyone in the groups, I felt like that's when, you know, something should have been said, like, hey, this is how you're acting towards me now because of that situation. I feel like that uh, part was never done. Yeah, I agree with that. That's true. It's kind of like uh, people, like, I get mind your business, but when it's affecting you, it is your business. And I feel like you shouldn't dance around that. That's good advice. I like that. <coughs> so for those of you listening, if it's starting to affect your relationship, yes, you definitely have that talk with them. So I got a question now. Uh, what if it's like one of us? Like, what if I'm dating a chick who's fucking horrible and I don't see it, but y'all see it? That's such a, <laughs> like, I imagine that to be, like, an impossible hypothetical. I, I thought I, about it, too. I was like, I can't, I can't ever see that. I don't think, well, I mean, apparently I experienced that, you know, earlier in, like, back in the Springfield? older days. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was fucking horrible. Yeah, so I guess the situation wouldn't be as impossible. Well, for no. you in particular, yeah. It is in the sense that I feel like we've all done that, but we've all grown away from it. Mm. So, like, now, I can't see it. Like, in the past, sure. Oh, yeah, but now it's like, I mean, if, you, <laughs> if you're in a situation like that, I'd be like, yo, is it that good? <laughs> is, you know, it, is, is it? And I encourage everybody uh, to have uh, a circle who's that honest. Because I feel like for us, we'd be like that, like, yo, Oh, she's crazy, right? Like she does this. Like, is it that good, really? Yeah, like. And then we'd be like, all right, if you think it's that good, then stay. But she crazy. Yeah, you, know? you just gotta find find that clarification and then give a warning. So, the next one, right? Pref. Well, I feel like I know the answer for this for all three of us. Mm. <laughs> but I guess so. The real question is why, and it's the preference between friends with benefits and a relationship. Mm. I'm definitely gonna pick friends with benefits. Um, why? Because it's so much smoother. I feel like I don't even like the title "Friends with Benefits." Yeah, I was gonna say that. Like, I don't like that because that in itself is a title, and <laughs> I was like, "You get nothing." <laughs> <laughs> and and it it's like a job and well, it's a job title, and in most jobs, there's always people there's always room for promotions so <laughs> yeah i feel like once you put a title on something it brings on expectations <laughs> yeah so friends with benefits is like it's 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 sticky because it's like your friends it depends where you friends first well you'd have to be in order to be friends with benefits no, but I don't, I don't think so really I, I think the friends with friends with benefits is really not even friends. It's just somebody you're cool with that you're sleeping with. Which and that's what it should be. Yeah, we're cool. We just sleep. We just sleep around sometimes. You know. I mean, like, but don't you have to? Then what's the point of like the friends part? It's just to have a word to say. <laughs> because like, if you're sleeping around with someone that like you're cool with, 
then it's kind of more like an, an acquaintance with people, benefits. People want a title. Yeah, like it would be weird to say, hey, you're my acquaintance with benefits. Yeah, true. <laughs> or you're just somebody I'm sleeping syllables. with. Yeah, I feel like friend is, is such a filler word okay. that people use very loosely. So that's kind of where that came in. Okay. And then there's the issue of what happens when it starts becoming, when feelings start getting evolved. Because, you know. I, I never have that problem. You, I feel like. Uh, well, that's because yo, you create a barrier. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> so yo. it's it, okay. So uh, it's probably me because it, like, I guess y'all create that barrier. You know, it's like if y'all are sleeping together, right? You don't, y'all don't go out like y'all don't be like, hey, let's let's go get something to eat or hey, let's go hang out. Or, hey, let's do this. Y'all just keep it straight. That's not true. Well, because I, I don't know about you, but it happens to me, too, where, uh, for, for lack of a better term, friends of benefits, um, it usually doesn't last long because they catch feelings. And it's because I do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Because, well, I'm not going to say that's the reason, but I still like to enjoy and have a good time. Exactly. So I don't mind going out for food and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it, it happens to me. Um, it's just one of those conversations. And... I've come to learn that a lot of people catch feelings for someone, but they don't want to say it. You know, they try to deny it. Okay. And then that's when me personally, I leave it up to me to be like, all right, I got to end this. Like I, there was two situations that happened. Uh, three actually. Jeez. And it was like, all right, I should end this. You know, even though I'm having a good time, I know it's not good for you in the long run. Damn, I, I wish I could be that selfless. Yo. <laughs> I've I've entertained the idea, but then it's just kind of like, hey, you know, I feel like I did my part, and you should be responsible for yourself. Like that's not my job to be responsible for you. So, well, so yeah, yeah. well, according to society, it it is. Nope. But I don't I, got no kids. The reason why I do it though is because I don't want to deal with all the issues on the back end, <laughs> and it, I like to think about the future. And it's like, okay, if they get more invested in me. It's just going to make things more complicated in the future. Mm -hmm. So I have worried about that, but I've never gotten to that either. It's not oh. like, oh, it blows up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen the situations blow up with me, so <laughs> yeah. I have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm just waiting to learn from experience. Yeah, I refuse Jeez. to go back to the Springfield days. Jeez. Fuck that. <laughs> so, here's another one. Um, this is an interesting one. How can you tell if somebody is cheating? So apparently there's like telltale signs that someone's doing it. The most obvious one is them accusing you of cheating, right? Because people like to project their insecurities onto others. So it's like, hey, if chances are, if they're saying like, if they're accusing you of like cheating or talking to someone or fucking someone, then chances are they probably did that. And feel guilty about it so they want you to have done that so they can they can ease their own guilt they're like oh okay well you know i did it well you know i did it but so did you so now we're just you know so it is what it is like we're both terrible people i i, I don't know for me i think most times it's kind of obvious I think what happens is we tend to lie to ourselves and like, you know, oh, they wouldn't do that or whatever. And 
you know, deep down you know, but it's just like you don't want to admit it. Now, there are those rare <laughs> rare situations where there's that professional that just knows how to completely uh, avoid detection or whatever, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's rare, and that's why it's such big news when you hear about it, because it's like you don't really expect that. True, because, you know, what's the point of going into a relationship if you're expecting them to cheat? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's somebody out there. Oh, like yeah, that. of course, of course. It's, there's always someone. Like, there's that meme that goes around. I don't know if it's real or not, but the guy who he was dating, like, 20-something women, and he told all of them he had a different birthday or something, so they would buy him stuff or something like that. I feel like there's stories like that that I'm sure are real, but that's more like the exception than the rule. If you, if you say no, they're going to be like, okay, all right. You know, so what, what do I have to do? Do I just have to keep saying no? You have to, yeah, you have to pretty much. You have to reinvent your image in their eyes. (coughs) And it's kind of like, you know, if you become that person that says no all the time, then it's kind of reach a point where they don't even bother asking you. Oh, I started started doing that from, like, uh, in terms of, like, paying. Like, if we all go out in terms of paying and stuff like that, I'd be like, oh, how much is mine? Like, I never used to be that person that look at the bill and be like, okay, I ordered this, 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 this. I'm going to pay for that. But now I know why people do that. Because people expect it after a while. Exactly. Nah, because I used to be that person too, but I feel like if you have to do that, you're hanging out with the wrong people. Okay, that's fair too. Yeah, because I, I hate that because, you know, there was a period of time where I'd pay for everything. And even now, like if I go out drinking, I don't care about the money. So it's like, oh, my card, my card. But then it does get to a point where people expect it. Yeah. And then you're hanging out and then nobody takes out their card. It's like, oh, yo, like I tried. I tried that (laughs) shit. I tried. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dom. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, as a social experiment, I tried it once. Like, um, with someone I was talking to, uh, I was like, you know what? Let me just not. The bill came and I wanted to see how long it took before, (laughs) (laughs) before, like, they noticed that there was no card in the bill and see if they would try to put their card in the bill. And they didn't. <laughs> and they didn't. Yeah, I was I was trying to see like I went I even went to the bathroom, I came back, <laughs> you know. And they probably text the group chat too like this girl, <laughs> he ain't put his card out yet. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now I know I can't leave because, like, apparently that's a crime. So <laughs> it's a felony. It's a felony. So in the, in the great state of California, I don't know about New York. I'm sure it is. If it's in California, it's in New it's, York. Also. It's most likely in New York. But yeah, I like the whole. Let's just all put our card down. Whatever, come up to we split it because mm-hmm. we all came out to have a good time. So. Well, you know, it's funny that you guys brought this up because the next point was discussing money in a relationship and does income matter? Um, this was brought up by someone who, well, this originally started from a conversation with uh, coworkers. And uh, I love her. <laughs> yeah. So oh, my their theory or well, their belief is that they can't date a woman who makes more money than them because they think that it comes with an attitude or a personality like they it seems like they just have an issue with the fact that they can't check a woman who makes more money than them 
And um, so, you know, I asked other people just for their opinions. And uh, a lot of women don't mind dating a man who makes less than them as long as they're ambitious, as long as they plan on going somewhere and they're working towards it. Mm. But it seems like a lot of men have issues with dating a woman who makes more money than them, which in my opinion is an ego thing. So I, I understand that mentality that you described where they feel like they can't check a woman who's making more than them. But I think that for me, the way I see it, it only really applies to in financial situations. It's hard to tell someone, like if y'all are going to something investment-wise or whatever together, if they're contributing more of the money, it's hard to say like, oh, you know, well, this is what we're going to do. Like, you can say it, but, yeah, but like, me fine. personally, I would feel like an asshole if I did that. Okay. But <laughs> I think as far as the whole relationship, I think more comes to that. Like, you can bring more to a relationship than money. Mm-hmm. And so I don't understand why you'd have that mindset where it's kind of like, oh, I can't talk to you about anything or I can't check you about anything because you're making money more money than me. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, see... I don't care if if they make more money than me. We've had this discussion already. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. If you wanna, if you wanna make, be the breadwinner, by all means. You know, I haven't dated a woman outside the military who made more money than me, and um, even in the military, they made like slightly more money than me, like. Maybe like $5,000 a year more. So I don't really know what it's like. Um, but, I mean, I don't I don't really, I feel like that's something that doesn't matter to me. Now that you say that, I don't think I've ever dated someone who made more than me either. Yeah. I actually want to see what it's like now. Same, actually. Yeah. Because it's, I guess, maybe, either maybe we're talking to the wrong people or... <laughs> Yo, it's, it's brunches, man. We gotta go to brunches. People who make more money than us, they go to brunch. They go to they do go to brunch. They do. Um, what do you guys think about discussing finances? Because uh, a lot of people, you know, we, we live in a world where people would prefer to talk about their sex life and somebody gave me an STD or STI versus their finances, uh, which is interesting to me. But what do you guys think about discussing finances in a relationship? It should definitely be discussed. It definitely be discussed. <laughs> but most people are under the impression that they, they're broke until further notice. So That's my motto. <laughs> well, you know what? I take that back. I think uh, it's situational. Like, if we're both like, you know, what do you call it? Middle class average workers and i feel like in situations like that it should be discussed but if you know i'm making like millions of dollars a year and you're doing whatever it is you're doing i don't think it really matters like as as long as like as long as it's clear like there are boundaries when it comes to spending my money Mm. like that's all that matters yeah like don't don't be given a fucking (laughs) 700 dollar louis vuitton bag yeah or like giving your family, like, a couple thousand dollars or something. At least not without, like, talking it over. Right. Yeah. Like, but, you know, that's my thing is that <clears throat> I don't believe in giving someone access to my bank accounts. Like, I'm down to give you, I'm down to have a joint account. Yes. Where 
I can transfer money to you, but you can't transfer money from my account to you. Okay. I'm down for something like that, but I would never give anyone else access to my bank accounts where they can just take money as they please. And you, for me, I mean, I agree with that, but also like if you're, if you're taking, like if they're taking more money out of that joint account than they're putting in, then that's also an issue. Because, I mean, technically speaking, then it won't be a joint account. It's just you having another bank account <laughs> that they can use. Uh, for me, it depends. It depends on the situation. Because, like, let's say we made an agreement that I would pay the bills while you go to school or something. Mm. Then, of course, that's understandable. But I, I just don't believe that anybody should have access to your money. Oh, yeah. Without your knowledge, like. I remember in basic training how many people fucking cried because they checked their bank account and it was emptied because the girl left them for another guy mid-basic training. Oh, that's mad. Disrespectful. Yo. You know what? That that brings up a topic I kind of wanted to talk about. Uh Uh-oh. Talk your shit, King. So uh, being materialistic, right? Uh, What we were talking about over the phone um, while texting. But it was like... How, like, people have no issues, like, setting their own price on your wallet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, sorry, but that's, this goes back to the topic before, and I, I was going to say it, and then I got distracted. But uh, with the paying for people thing, what bothers me is when they go into it knowing that they're not going to pay. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're the only one that doesn't know, but they knew you weren't, they weren't going to pay. Pretty they, much. Right. So, but, ooh, yeah. So, yeah, like, like items, like, when you, when you buy something, like, you buy it for meaning, right? It has to have some form of function, right? But if you buy something, let's say that bag I was talking about, that $700 Louis Vuitton, YSL, what, whatever bag, and it's like you only use it once or twice a week, then where's the practicality in it? It just she get to tell her homegirls that you bought her a seven hundred dollar bag. That's the practicality. And I'm seven hundred dollars less for a bag that can easily be. But her happiness. Yeah, that's the profit. (laughs) I mean, why can't why can't her happiness be cheaper? I think it can. I think it depends on a woman. True, but you're, you're right. I think people do place people. People put value in your wallet. Like, determine uh, that you said. You said it the right way. People, you said it's easy for people to put a price on your wallet? Yeah, uh, it's like uh, people have no issues setting their own price on your wallet. Yes, because <clears throat> that same $700 wallet, I mean $700 bag, if you were a billionaire, that $700 bag would probably be more like $7,000. And that's because they put a price on your wallet. Absolutely. So it's scaled to how much money you make. So, and there's the <coughs> thing. If if you're not discussing your finances with them, they're just speculating how much money you make. You, like, talking to, talking to non-military, uh, non-military people, it's like they're under the impression that since we're in the military, we automatically have money. Really? Yes. 
I always just, well, maybe it's because we're in the military. Yeah. That we know the truth. Yes, we know the truth. <laughs> and anyone in the military listening to this right now knows the truth. Yeah, we're, we're just a loophole, yeah. honestly. It's it's not our money. It's the government's money until further notice. Now, not even that. It's that when you calculate how much active duty people make, they don't make a lot. They don't. Not at all. Not at all, like, actually. Yeah, I remember... Uh, when we were in Kuwait, uh, you can see, because to do the SDP program, mm-hmm. they have to bring over the LES, and they would, at, before that, they'd have to go over to the mill pay section, and they would uh, pretty much tell you how much they're making a month. Like, if you're from New York, you're making mo- more than most people in active duty military. Mm-hmm. Like, it would take, like, a sergeant major or, like, a captain or higher to be making more than you. And that's New York City. Yeah. You know how much active duty people is in New York City? <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> so, so yeah. if you're if you're a civilian and you're listening to this, um, we don't make that much money. We can buy a charger, we and a Challenger, and a Mustang, though. Yes, we can. Those are those are the most guaranteed things we can buy. We can't necessarily pay them off, <laughs> but. We have the option to buy those. 25% APR. <laughs> <laughs> so so stop putting stop putting a price. Like stop putting your own price on our wallets, no matter who you are. Because at the end of the day, if they don't tell you how much they make, like you shouldn't assume how much they make depending on their profession. Like take a doctor, for instance, right? A doctor doesn't actually start making money until like five years after becoming a doctor. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the deathbed, but okay. Well, you have to pay. I mean, all. by then they'll probably be on their deathbed <laughs> <laughs> with all them fucking bills uh, and debt that they owe. <laughs> but but yeah, like someone would assume a doctor has money. I'd assume that. I would assume that too, but. In a sense, like they don't actually start seeing any financial gain into like five years after becoming a doctor. But I, I like the speculation. Um, <clears throat> I like the fact that you don't actually know how much I make. I feel like that's something that a lot of people shouldn't know. I feel like the only people who should know exactly how much money you make is I get it if you're married. Um, at that point, you made an agreement to share everything. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. But besides that, or like maybe a, a, a business partner. But outside of that, well, I'm okay with speculation. You know, that's why I like the whole playing broke thing. It's like, nah, I can't do it. Can't afford it. But then I'll go fucking, I'll buy a, a bed set that's like a couple thousand dollars. Like, oh, I thought you was broke. I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I, I like the speculation. How my idea of broke. So here's the next one. <clears throat> okay. How much time you got? Like, this, this is the last one. Okay. So what? Finish with a bang. <laughs> How do you feel about dating someone? I hate it. Well, this is a two-part. How do you oh. feel about dating someone with children when you don't have any and being friends with your ex? Ooh. So what do you mean by being friends with your ex? Yeah. Like, do you think it's actually possible to just be friends with your ex? How do you feel about you're talking to somebody and like, yeah, me and my ex were cool? Yeah. I mean, uh, Darwin, please. 
I, w- I would look at that as an automatic red flag. But <laughs> nine times out of ten, I don't care. So it's like, whatever. Okay. But, you know, <laughs> let me not even say that part. <laughs> 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 but, hey, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him or her. What about the uh, dating someone with a... Okay. A ki- well. a t- <laughs> I'm, I'll say I'm open to it. Okay. But it's situational. Okay. And I'm not going to get into detail because I'm <laughs> get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, I mean, same thing as well. Like, when it comes to dating, like, a woman with a child, it's, uh, it's situational as well. But in terms of, like, talking to, like, being friends with your ex, I mean, like... Once again, I don't really care if you talk if you're friends with your ex because I try to go into every relationship with the same level of trust in my past relationship, like in like a balanced level of trust. Right. And then it goes either up or down as time progresses. So like if you're friends with your ex, I mean, I don't talk to I don't talk to my exes as much. But I'll hit them up every now and then, check in on them, see how they're doing, and that's about it. But if you're if you're still hanging out with your ex and whatnot, I mean, I can't judge you because I message my ex. You know, as long as you're just open about it instead of like going on going behind my back and be like, oh yeah, I was hanging out with what's his face today. I'm like, why didn't you just tell me? That's interesting. So. For me, dating someone with children, it is situational based. Um, I feel like there's a cap though, where uh, cap on you, the kids. Yeah, I feel like five <laughs> kids. Five kids is definitely too much for me. Um, I, to be honest, I think I would draw the line at two. Um, I think I'd draw the line at one. I feel like if you have two or more kids, I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. want to, you know. Take up your take, time. Take this seriously. But, you know, I am cool with the whole, whether you want to call it friends with benefits or whatever, I'm fine with that. Um, And as far as being friends with your ex, I do, I agree with you. Like, I consider it a flag, but I don't really care. Um, I feel like it's hard to genuinely be friends with your ex without True. any type of uh, intent. You know, because a lot of people are friends with their ex with the intent of, okay, maybe, you know, we'll have sex every here and there. Or maybe we'll get back together in the future. True. You know, I feel like that's another form of not letting go. Yeah, I feel like that's two (coughs) people now you have to be worried about. Because, you know, that person can have the best of intentions. But all it takes is that person that you are already with, who already knows you. Mm -hmm. And like a moment of weakness for you to make a poor decision. True. Okay. So it's like, like for me, it's just... Like, there's giving people the benefit of the doubt, and then they're just being stupid. And I feel like that's just being stupid. Yeah. It's, it's like a th- very thin line, though. Yeah, I do think it's a red flag. So, the moral of the story is don't talk to your exes. Uh, you can do whatever you want to do. True. You can. It's a free world. You can. But there's a consequence to each action. You just can't expect whoever you're talking to to be okay with that. Yeah. And even if they say they're okay with it, they're probably not. Yeah. Chances they're probably are not. not. So. But that was a wrap of today's relationship questions. Um, 
if you guys have any opinions, suggestions, thoughts, whatever it is, feel free to slide in any of our DMs, comments, whatever, uh, Instagram, uh, not even, not really Facebook. I started using Twitter again, very barely, but. I haven't had a Twitter in years. Yeah, I, I just started using it again, but I tweet like maybe once a week. <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting the hang of using Twitter. I still don't know how to use it. I, I like the concept behind it. It's just that I try to distance myself from social media. So, like, I stopped posting it on my timeline often now. It's like once a week, once every two weeks. So, I do post on my story, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Story, definitely. It's like, oh, this is why I'm still alive, guys. All right. Yeah, but that's a wrap for today's episode. Uh, yeah. Happy 8020. Happy Hakuna Matata. This might actually be the last time you hear this outro for the year. I don't know. We, we still got to decide whether we're going to do another episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But till then, happy 80-20. Happy Hakuna Matata. Fuck being average. And we'll possibly speak to you all next year. Shorty so bad she want numbers. Hop in the summer. If you can't fuck, I can't love you. If you don't talk, I can trust you. Keep it a hundred. I used to stress out my mama. Living up her was my comfort. Now she retired in Tennessee. I got the back, but I'm stiff on the 90s. I might just pull up in a Hummer. Oof.